Hey friend, are you looking for something new to study in the Bible? Are you curious about Christianity and want a tangible way to learn about God? Do you have a love for plants and gardening? If this sounds like you, my friend, you are in the right place. Welcome to Finding God in the Garden. Hi, I'm Dawn. I'm a Christian, wife, boy and mom, amateur gardener, and a pastor. I began gardening during the pandemic, and to my surprise, I came to a deeper understanding of God and the scriptures through it. The Bible was filled with gardening analogies, and each episode of my podcast, we will explore the many garden-related metaphors in the Bible. Are you ready to connect with God in a new and meaningful way? Welcome to my garden. When I experience something new in gardening, I go to the Bible and see what it has to say about it. More often than not, I find something mesmerizing in a scripture that I've breezed through a thousand times before, but now I have new insight. It's been a couple weeks since I sowed some seeds and I'm starting to see sprouts. The Bible has some impactful words about sprouting and I'm excited to share with you what it has to say today. Sprouting is also called germination. If you get a seed packet and turn it to its back, it actually has directions on it on what to do with the seeds. Yeah, that's a bit of advice for you newbie gardeners just like me. It would save you a lot of headache of trying to figure out what to do with these seeds. Anyways, you will see the word germination a lot as you're beginning the garden, AKA sprouting. A seed stays dormant until all the conditions are right for it to germinate. The right amount of moisture, sunlight, and soil temperature wakes up what's inside of a seed and it bursts through its outside shell and then you'll see a tiny green sprout appearing for our eyes to gaze upon. Our peeps in the Bible lived in an agricultural society and we can be sure that they were thrilled to have their grain sprouting. Their daily lives were intermingled around planting, tending, and harvesting crops. Gardening. It's mentioned in the drama between the sisters Rachel and Leah in Genesis 30, 13 through 15, when Leah's son Reuben went to gather mandrake plants. Yeah, that's some tea right there. Go ahead and read that for an interesting Bible study. It's also mentioned in the world-altering moment in Genesis 8, when God promised he would never destroy the earth again, and we would always have seed time and harvest as long as the earth endures. It was part of the Israelites' law and celebration, and so important, That is the ultimate sacrifice to offer the first fruits of their soil to God, as mentioned in Exodus 23. It was their only means to survival, and we know anything we are dependent on holds a significant place in our hearts. We can be sure when seeds sprouted in their society, it was a big deal. So as we dive into the scriptures today, imagine you are a farmer. Your day consists of tending to your land. You just planted seeds for your family. What did you plant? Imagine that what's in your fridge right now, you just sowed those seeds and you finally see the first sign that soon your family will get to take its first bite into what you grew. Rewarding, right? Yeah, it is. Now, take that imagery and let's dive into the scriptures together. Isaiah 61 verse 11. For as the soil makes the sprout come up, and a garden causes seeds to grow. So the sovereign Lord will make righteousness and praise spring up before all nations. 
Did you know that there are three different types of soil? Clay, loamy, and sandy. Now, in my garden, I have sandy soil. Its particles are so big that water just goes straight through it. Think of like at the beach. It's sand. It doesn't hold any liquid. The opposite of that is clay soil. Think of clay, compacted, thick. The particles are tiny. And loamy soil is what you want. It's the perfect combination of the both. It has the perfect ratio. Only in perfect loamy soil can most plants thrive. Here in Southern California, we have native plants who love and thrive and flourish in our sandy soil. But if I wanna grow things like my precious flowers that aren't native to Southern California or various vegetables and fruit, then I need to amend my soil, making it more like loamy soil. I understand the scripture in Isaiah 61 verse 11, where it says that soil makes the sprout. This scripture is talking about good soil. Also, where it says a garden causes seeds to grow, I saw a translation that says a gardener causes seeds to grow. I love this idea of the soil and a gardener and a garden working together to go from a sprout to growth. In my garden, I have things sprouting. So far with sprouting in my garden are wildflower seeds that I got from my friend Christine's memorial. Also, I have some ranunculus corms and anemone corms that I planted last season and left in the ground because here in zone 10, it doesn't get too cold in the winter. We don't have frost over our garden for the most part, so we could leave things in the ground. And just at the time that I expected, they're starting to sprout again. There's no greater excitement for a gardener for when they see the seeds and the bulbs that they planted begin to sprout. That idea of sprouting means that hope is coming. Isn't it amazing that that is what our God would do for us, our master gardener, that he will make, that he will cause, that he will create righteousness and praise to spring up before all nations. We need that type of hope in the times that we're in. Where you turn on the TV or you scroll on TikTok and it's tragedy after tragedy. God's hope, his promise is secure. That one day, that he will make everything right. And just as I get the joy of watching my garden sprout, all of us who trust in him, we will see it coming. We will see righteousness sprouting up within our nations, within our lands, right before our eyes and the eyes of our children and their children's children. And we all together will praise and worship God, our good, perfect, loving, and powerful, and mighty God. In what areas of your life have you seen God spring up new opportunities? Are you in the waiting season where you have been planting, watering, praying, fasting? And are you yearning to see the fruit of your labor? Take heart, my friend. Spring is coming and you will see sprouts soon, I promise. But you're going to have to be watchful. Sprouts are tiny. They are easy to miss. 
when we're just walking by and they're easy to be uprooted. So don't just look for the finished product, the fruit. Enjoy the process. It's beautiful and the process is satisfying. Don't miss what God is doing because you have your eye on the finish line. Because once it's finished, it's finished, right? Once it's done, it's done. And what's next? You're only going to yearn for the next thing. Don't we want to break that cycle of never being satisfied or content? Well, now, now is your opportunity. Open your eyes. Things are happening. Get excited. Get excited about what's right before your eyes. Isaiah 43 and 18 through 19, God says, I am making a way in the wilderness. God said he is making. That means there's a process. A process is occurring and he wants you to be part of the process. When wildernesses are being cleared out, there's brushes, rocks, hard dirt, cement, and God only knows what else needs to be moved before planting can even occur. It is not instant. So get in there and get dirty. Don't sit and pout that things aren't happening. Work with God. Yes, work with God. Even if it's back-breaking, sweaty work, repetition, it's mundane, there's no glory, it's painful, toilsome. But remember what the goal is and the prize is. A garden. Yes, it's worth the wait. What are you waiting for? Is it worth it? If that answer is yes then work for it. Work with God, not against God. And I think you're going to find joy in getting your hands a little dirty. Well, that's all we have for today. Thanks for hanging out with me today, friend. If you enjoyed today's episode, please go ahead and subscribe. And if you know anyone you think would be blessed by it, please share it with them. Hey, I hang out on Instagram. So follow me at donrussell.la. See you soon.